The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. We can call it Sidecast Symposium if y'all are alright with that. I'm cool with that. Sidecast Symposium. Oh yeah, okay, we can do that. That's kind of clever. I like that. Alright, ready in three, two, one. Welcome, welcome to the Sidecast Symposium. That name is Stupid Peter, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck it. Oh, we'll change it. He's all like, I'm I down, and then he's like, no, it sucks. Back it sucks. No, we're Back going. Seven. We're going now. I'm just saying, like, that name sucks. I, I was like, hey. here, let me put some bravado into it. No, it <laughs> fucking sucks. I've been playing so much Civ Five. I'm like, I'm going to be like, I disavow you, Jack Newman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to the podcast. We're going to have a couple of sidecasts over the next days where we talk about a lot of different pop culture topics instead of just doing our pure movie gang podcast with we're gonna have some of the same cast though on and today we have with me the wonderful benjamin haworth hello that's all i got i don't know <laughs> <laughs> and then next up we got I'm, peter like i said i've been playing a lot of civ 5 and i now understand why that ruins your life and i have to probably delete it because that's all i'm doing all day it's terrible he'll delete don't it but that. reinstall it watch him I know. Like I know. It's, I finally life. found a game I can't <laughs> truly beat. It's a problem because you can beat it every over and over and over again and mm-hmm. never finish. So, like, I'm how doomed. are you beating it this time? Culturally, militarily, what? <laughs> Economically? <laughs> mm, figure it out. Scientifically, <laughs> religiously. Mm. And it's nerve wracking. I'm just sitting there, and all of a sudden, Brazil is all over my borders. I'm just like, why? What do you? What do you? What do you want? We're friendly. Why? <laughs> <laughs> because no it's other nerve- reason. Like, fuck you, Gandhi. Um, does that glitch still exist in, in like the sim? No, no, this is wrong. Um, yeah, no, it, it's it's they, they've kept it because the people love it. It's just a they, funny thing now. It's just yeah, like, that's he's so peaceful that he becomes. It's so peaceful that he becomes like a total asshole. <laughs> yeah, because I guess like apparently the, the what I heard is like there was like a, a thing where you had yeah. to like you could assign it one way or the other, and they accidentally assigned it the opposite way for Gandhi. And mm. like he would just nuke, he like they doubled down on the nuking option. <laughs> so he was just the like <laughs> He was supposed to be super peaceful, and all of a sudden he just becomes yeah okay. Yeah. Anyways, if you guys haven't guessed by now, we're going to be doing a little bit of a games talk this day. The focus of today's podcast will be looking at Undertale, but first up, we're going to be taking a look at some local news stories. So we had a couple of things that we wanted to run by, and but most importantly, the most interesting thing that's come up is the evident the rise of the vr prices and look at terms of like how much of an arm and a leg is this is the vr experience going to cost to computer and console buyers today so looking at the prices up first up came the oculus rift at 599 which um, they claim is going to be selling that device at a loss and after that you have the htc vive from steam which is going to be the upper end at 799 though a lot of people are talking about it and i've done the experience i've done the vibe myself and i have to say the experience in terms of like the full body simulation and all of it is really truly impressive and i think that um, they're kind of leading the end on the tech as of the moment and think that they can justify it in terms of like high-end pcs and high-end vr experience and on the low end for the console home we have the psvr oh i believe oculus as well but the point is that um PSVR will obviously be PS exclusive. 
Uh, that's what we know right now. I can't imagine it going anywhere. And it's at the price of three ninety nine. Though that said, to work the PSVR, you will also have to have the Sony um, the PS camera. And that does not come included in the packet price, so you have to buy that separately. Some of it's bundled, but three the three ninety nine price does not include the PS camera, which I think runs about sixty dollars now. It also doesn't include the price of the PS Move controllers, which at this point uh, I don't actually know how much they run, but it, those are not necessarily necessarily necessary for the PSVR. So I think the big thing is like now that we know that the PSVR is going to be a console unto itself without even the expense of a very expensive computer or a console to make it even run, how do you think this affects the industry and how do you think it affects the future of VR? Uh, I think it's interesting Yeah, that PlayStation is trying to undercut it as we were talking about before we came in. PlayStation, if I'm getting my facts straight, sold... The PS3 at a cost because the Blu-ray players cost way more than the PS3 ended up costing, but that actually ended up making Blu-ray a little bit more accessible, plus a few other options, and that ended up saving Blu-ray and ended up being a very good revenue stream until digital formats are, of course, dying. But Sony made an interesting kind of long-term play move, and I think that's what they're trying to do here is get more people into VR, and I think it'll be interesting to see where Oculus is because we all thought Oculus was going to be the one that was gonna nail it but if valve is doing better job in appealing to those high-end customers who want the best pcs who are willing to spend the best for the best experience and then playstation is of course going the console route which is like well you're gonna sacrifice quality but it's gonna be easy to play it's gonna be right there for you uh it's interesting our oculus even though they were first might end up being the ones who lose out even though the ones who kind of started this whole boom and i wanted to just um say this PSVR said they were not selling it at a cost. They were going to sell it for a profit. Oculus is selling it at a cost. That's crazy. Mm. Yeah, so even though PS... It's interesting because, you know, again, though, again, it's all one contained package for the Oculus, I think, apparently, or as far as I know right now. But at that point, they're still selling it for more, but saying that the, the production cost of the each individual Oculus unit is going to cause it that they're going to have to sell it at a cost. And I think they definitely did not expect Sony to come in under them as well as saying that it's still at a profit of it. And I think that's, I think it's a power move on Sony's part. I think my question is, is like, how is this a possible? Like did, did Oculus just totally screw the pooch and tried to like oversell overvalue themselves. But that doesn't seem possible saying since whatever the production cost for the unit obviously had probably leads them to this price if it's not at cost. And what is why was it so much easier for Sony to develop? Or more importantly, is the PS Vita just like, I mean, not the, P, not the Vita, obviously. <laughs> is the PS VR just such inferior VR that, like, the average user will know it? Obviously, we're not going to, I haven't been at, had the opportunity to use it. I've only had the opportunity to use the Vive, but um, I, I can't necessarily predict that. We're not going to know, obviously, till games come out. And I think for that matter, like, where are the games come out? Oh, I think the other thing that's important to note is, like, which one is going to be porn compatible? I think he's actually. I mean, <laughs> I'm making a joke, well, but I'm actually super. I'm no, actually it's like that's well, super important. I mean, there important. already is Oculus 360 porn videos, so it's not like that's uh, not available. But you're right. I don't know if Pornhub's going to POV pick. porn. Well, yeah, you can do it if, the if POV Pornhub porn becomes exclusive you can do to on one. It might be. Yeah, the, <laughs> Pornhub has an official channel which is POV like uh, with like VR porn right now, and you can use any phone, yeah. yep. um, iOS or otherwise, to use it. Not that I've. 
researched <laughs> this at all. No, not extensively. Us neither. No, not at all. <laughs> not not that I've gone there and looked through their entire catalog and library and judged them. Um, but the idea <laughs> is that <laughs> the idea is that um, you know I think it's interesting to say like there's going to be it's interesting. I hope. Like a lot of times, like I want this to be a console generation, but the way that because I feel like it's going to have a smaller adopter base than any console generation, it's hard for me to imagine developing consoles or three developing consoles. Because even in this way, like the you know, the Wii and the Wii, the or at least I mean not the Wii, but the Wii U is getting edged out, and there tends to be a dominant, at least two dominant consoles per generation. Do you think? we're going to have an edge out contender or do you think that we're like VR is going to go away like the way of the 3D TV? It's hard to tell which it is at this point or can we not know at this point pretty much? I mean, obviously we can't. Um, I, I think, I, I don't think it's going to phase out. I just don't think that it's going to be like, I, I just don't think that it, it will eventually in the, in the end, in the end, in the end, have such a strong presence as as consoles. I mean, like, I mean, that's that's obvious, of course. But like, right? I I I, th I think I, th I think it could have a, have an appeal to have an appeal to to some kind of wide audience because because of like just different like different stuff different stuff in entertainment that that has that has already existed like like the movie Gamer, the movie Hardcore. Um, is it Hardcore Henry? Or Hardcore Henry. Hardcore yeah. Henry. Hard, yeah. Hardcore Henry coming out, which is basically a um it's basically a first person shooter in the form of a movie um <laughs> yeah we may have to talk about that one as cameras yeah, at I, some point i'm right? really I, looking forward I, to that i have a real like i'm really i really want to see that like, i yeah. really want to see that looks that looks awesome i really but, don't um, want to see it but i'm fascinated by it <laughs> yeah <laughs> apparently apparently audiences have been getting like super sick in that yeah movie. thankfully i don't i guess since i'm a gamer that doesn't surprise me yeah, but yeah. no, I I don't think any one of us is going to be sick. Like, if there's an issue with video games, I think it's generally in the same thing. I yeah. didn't get sick in the Vive, and I've yet to experience that. I hear some horror stories about like tech that wasn't working, and when the tech isn't working, you get like really, really bad disconnects and your stomach drops out. And <laughs> Good stuff goes crazy. I, yeah, I just think the thing with the VR that is tough to see is, um, you know, I just don't think it's going to be the kind of fun step that we was you know what i mean we didn't revolutionize mm. gaming yeah. but it was sort of yeah. a thing where you know as very famously like your grandma could pick it up and she could bowl and it was just like this that's why it sold 40 million or 50 million units is because it was sort of accessible and i think <laughs> put it on your grandma's head and exactly. trap her in the like, headphones and make me vomit everywhere yeah. here's a whole new world no no just just shut out all your senses it's fine um, oh man i'll take a bet now that there's gonna be some like there's gonna be some pov commercial for this stuff where there's just like somebody like physically puts the headset oh, God. and opens up like a universe <laughs> opening be, scene it's gonna happen that's it has gonna be to. nuts oh, oh god can we yeah can we go back to the like the creepy baby commercial for like ps3 or just like i'm just like two 2001 Space Odyssey oh, graphics Jesus. and all that. Yeah. I forgot about oh that. God. Oh, God. Yeah. Memory yeah. Companies right there. never know how to market new tech. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> that, was a, Ever. that was a funny bit and in Steve Jobs. <laughs> speaking of, like, yeah, old old tech, I think, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how many people, like, when you're now describing the PS... Uh, I forget the name of the VR, but the PSVR is... Uh, yeah. You have to have so many different things. It reminds me of, like, the Sega... 32x cd yeah. like, you had to have like 32x oh, and yeah. the cd and the 32x to play certain games it was just like you need an eye and a thing and a thing it's like and so i do think that's probably the biggest problem with vr right now it isn't plug and play it isn't just like well, 
I think even the expensive is, ones are this like needed to be require a lot of calibration and tech. Almost as a separate, separate console. console. Like, like we're this is a four hundred dollar peripheral in every yeah. case yeah. because you need the high end PC, you need an Xbox One, you need a PS4, you need it. In every case, you need something else that is more expensive than the peripheral to get the job done. And I think that's the thing is like we're not at the point where they could have had some sort of tech that fixed into iPhones that use a Google Cardboard or something along those lines to get the same experience because the boxes just aren't powerful enough to push the content out. or I mean the console boxes. Sorry, like obviously computers are powerful enough to push that kind of content, um, but they're so they're so sensitive and head movement is so it's still such tricky tech that it just doesn't work. Um, and I think that's the issue is that I, I don't think people are ready for that. I think we're going to get us. I mean, I think this is going to lay the groundwork for if technology continues on the path it does, yeah. that there will be a generation and a version of this that's probably come sold automatically with the console and then it takes off. Because the question of adoption, I think, comes back to the fact is like, you know, they talk about there, I think it was like 50 games for the PSVR at launch. Really? I think the, yeah, yeah. But I think they say experiences. So. A lot of these games could be five-minute things where you hop in and you go chop oh, some chop God, some chicken right. in a kitchen. That's what 50 games means. Like, I don't right. see – there's, like, support. And that's the other thing is a lot of the other games are, like, support for other games. Like, you know, you're going to be able to play Battlefront mm-hmm. in PSVR. And there's stuff like that. I don't see a lot of full AAA experiences being developed for this stuff right now. And if yeah. that's not there, it's gonna and all be a, you really have is like support for like some of this stuff. I don't see it surviving. Yeah, it's Try gonna be a, it, if if VR survives, it's gonna be a while before we get something on the level of like fucking Sword Arts Online. It'll be a while before we get anything near that. I'm glad that's what you fucking want to, because I do too. <laughs> hey, I'm so, they, see, do you, you realize who you're talking to? We're all fucking nerds. Of course, I went to the. I, <laughs> I was thinking Skyrim. I was I was straight pleb right there. I was not. We need to do level. an Annie cast. That needs to happen. Oh my god. <laughs> we'll lose our goddamn minds. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, I think that's enough for news for now. I think I took more time than I intended. I'm sorry, Ben. Um, but How if we. We'll go ahead and jump straight in. If somebody wants to go ahead and gush all over Undertale, I'm open to hearing about it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm very curious to hear your... your it's not that you hate it. I think it's just more of a 92 of Metacritic, best uh, all that stuff. Sort of. That's what you're, I'm You're very reactionary to critics, which I understand. But I, uh, I mean, I want one happens. of you to gush about it, but I'll start. I mean, I think the thing, and the reason I'm hesitant to talk about this game is because I recognize that this is not the game for Jack. <laughs> it's not, it's not that it's, I think, I think my, it's, it's because I'm becoming slightly indifferent to the experience. And I think that, that I like its thing, but it's hard for me not to characterize it as a gimmick and i think a lot of the praise is is unwarranted and i mean you know and and this comes back to the things i don't disagree with what it does is interesting i don't disagree that it's a it's a fab it's fabulously priced at ten dollars for the experience yes it is i'll agree with i mean i you know there's no way if you want me to rate a product like this is ten fucking dollars it is a great game for ten dollars like what the hell else do you 
buy on put on ten dollars and you get like this kind of a, this kind of a full body experience that's the other thing is like you can't rate the rate you can't rate the art style because they shot for this like this is what they're shooting for they're shooting for this this nest style and and you know what they nailed it they nailed the whole line and sinker and i like that about it at the same time it's not fucking fun like, all right all right well, let me explain I, I just, what it is first and, and, <laughs> I'm sure it's fun for somebody, but it's just not fun for me. And fair enough, and, fair I, enough. and I did it, and I feel like I forced myself to get through it for this, for this. And I think that's just the thing. And I'll, I'll work it out and like try to explain what I didn't find fun about it. But first, I want you guys to answer to me <laughs> what you didn't, didn't like. Well, well, let's just yeah, let's just describe what Undertale. We'll say right now we're gonna have to spoil it because it's hard to talk about why this game's so. Oh yeah, yeah. And also, without it's been spoiling long. the major. And also, it's been, was... it's been out long enough that if you don't know by now, then it's like, please just go quickly play it. Stop right now and just go play the yeah, game. Yeah, and I do want someone to play it. Like, I'm trying to get my ex to play it because she's not usually on, like, online forums and doesn't really know about the endings and stuff. And I just want to be like, no, I, should, should, I want to hear a raw experience. But uh, um, Undertale is a game where you're, it's sort of a typical RPG setup where it's in a world where monsters were banished by humans to the underground world. Uh, you're a human who falls down uh, into that world. You have no name. Uh, you interact with monsters, and you're given the option to either befriend monsters or kill monsters. If you befriend monsters, you don't get any health. You don't get any EXP, which is, of course, one of the big twists of the game. Um, and you don't seem to level at all, but you do tend to have, find more fun character interactions. It does tend to be a lot more funny. It does tend to have a lot more interesting moments and it's very interesting if you've played the game where you've killed major bosses and characters and people you think you should have killed and then saw oh they're really interesting people and i shouldn't have killed them so that's the big twist of the game is that you get to the end you find out you weren't supposed to kill anybody and then you can redo the game um it's sort of a mix of nes with the the kind of snes style stuff um very earthbound very very earthbound but also yeah earthbound is like one of the top uh the top um fucking references that like all, that basically everyone made when they played this game oh for sure because the monsters are very funny and there's a lot of humor and it just has a weird little like offbeat tone like a rock will say like what well, you want me to move me and they'll just be like weird little moments like that that are just very off out of place but very funny it reminded me a lot of like um internet games like uh you only die once or frog yeah. fractions oh, yeah. and the way yeah, you yeah. kind of have to Frog fractions. <laughs> Frog fractions is the greatest invention in human history, but right. um, it's it's and it had the greatest Kickstarter campaign that that barely got funded. But um, it, it it reminded me of those in the way it like treats the way you play very interestingly. It has this way of like, oh wait, I have to turn off the game or it kicked me out. I mean, it's supposed to do that, and so. But I do think my issue with the game is that you are supposed to play it one specific way i think if you don't kill people first and then you're supposed to learn your lesson and kill people i think if you go through pacifism the ending doesn't make any sense at all and then you have to do it all over again and i think that's my big complaint and i also think the art style is just not quite to my liking i think it they could have pushed the boundaries a little bit more and i think older any snes games were a little bit more bright vibrant and pretty than this one I'll agree with pretended to be um but the music's great and the battle system i really like which i think is why jack Maybe hates it, but I yeah. think the battle system is interesting, think, but it's tough. Because if it, you are into that kind of, uh, it's a unique battle system. I know I've been ranting a lot. I'll stop soon. No, 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 uh, you're fine, you're fine. Go, the go. Defense, the way this is very interesting is the attack is just a basic, like, 
attack here, you know, green to red, attack at the hardest point. Very easy. But the defense is interesting in that you're a little heart, and there'll be little attacks, and sometimes there'll be basic attacks like knives and stuff, and sometimes they'll be cute, like a little dog will attack you and bark at you. And, and so it's a very unique system where you never know quite where the attack's going to come, you never know exactly what you're going to get, and it's more like um, old-school top-down shooters. Uh, like those uh, Space Invaders style, basically, where you're trying to avoid enemies and shoot at them occasionally. Mm. And it's very fun, but I can also see people being like, oh my god, I'm just not good at this, and I'm good at RPGs. You know, frustration, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, anyway. And I think that's the thing, is is that like I, I can appreciate the complexity of a system and still hate, hate it wholeheartedly. <laughs> it's cute, but it makes me mad. <laughs> I appreciate that it's good, and it's interesting, and it's a good use of mechanics, and it supports the universe, and it's all tied in. I still didn't fucking enjoy it for a fucking second. <laughs> I just, and I get that. That's the thing, is like I don't have a complaint against this game. Or I guess I do. I agree with you, and I, again, I think that we need to say right here, like how, what order we did play this game? Because I very famously, and I told you guys this about it, and I think this is, I think this is why I did it. Because I played a pacifist run, and then I played a kill run, or I played like half of a kill run because it was so soulless. I was just like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's, right. I think that's the thing is like, I think that Ben, you said it first. I think that like what order you play this game is important, and I think that like this game is setting up to be run in a certain order for maximum impact. And I think it just gets a little bit confusing starting off pure pacifist first. Like it just, and it doesn't make sense. And I think it takes a lot of the fun out of like traditional gaming. Like, cause you, these are the people that were interesting in the first round. So if you flip it backwards, it, I do think it really hurts the experience. Peter, which way did you play it? Um, the way that I played it, uh, um, ended up being the, um, the the genocide genocide run where you kill everyone and everything because because I mean like when when you usually play video games you go in to like take out everything so that was kind of, so that was kind of the mentality that I went that I went into it with and it wasn't until I was like halfway through the game that I realized oh there's like this pacifist run but I'm already like halfway through this I'll keep going. Uh, and so, and then once I was done with that, then I played through past the, uh, the pacifist run where I didn't kill anything, and I like I met all of the like very colorful, varied characters. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I chose to do a kill run, not a full genocide run, which um, notably we kill literally every single everything, like, stay in levels and like grind to kill every single enemy in the level to the, to the point that like if you trigger a battle and like it like you trigger a battle like this like this this the second you you see it for the first time but no, like, but nobody came and then the music just stops <laughs> yeah and it's just quiet yeah, yeah that's dark that's yeah dark. i didn't do a full genocide run but i wanted to see how that looked and it was it's messed it was, up. Genocide run it was, is messed it was, up. It was a little <laughs> yeah. unsettling when, it, yeah, when, like, when I got it the first time. It's just like, it's really quiet. Fuck. Yeah, and it actually sort of corrupts your game in an interesting way, where like if you even if you do pacifist after a full genocide run, uh, like the game will like tell you you're a bad person, and like the ending will have like scratched out faces, and there's all kind of like dark stuff like that. Yeah. Like, and there's even mods to remove it because it's impossible to remove, which is one of the things that's very fascinating about the game. It's like there's a character called Flowey who follows you through a first run, however oh, you God. do it. And then once you kill Flowey, either way, which is part of the reason why, I think Flowey is supposed to be a representation of your own inner evil. So if you come to the end and you've not killed anything, why is Flowey there? And his motivation, I think, doesn't quite work 
to then take over your game. It's much more powerful, I think, if you're like, oh, I've corrupted this game with my evil, horrible human yeah. ways of, of, yeah. way of gaming, and then this is my result. I have to kill this creature, fix my wrongs. That's when the game is thinking that it's most powerful. But I think if you just play yeah. presses, like, who's this asshole? Why is he fucking up my game? I did everything right. <laughs> I got to do it all over again? Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Dick. That's, I think that's the thing, too, is with is with the experience. Like, it... It, and I think this is what stood on me is like I played through this game for the story. I played for it through it for those funny moments, and I think it hits its humor and its notes and it hits its marks perfectly. And I think that's the thing is the story is excellent once done in a certain manner. I think it's still fun outside of that. And it, well, I mean, again, at ten dollars, it's it's a pretty fabulous experience. I don't think it's it deserves the revolutionary praise that it's getting on like where people are like game of the year. I I, I don't think by any stretch it's that but at the same time i do think it's it's an excellent uh let's say experience um and i think that <laughs> I, I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie to you guys like getting through the combat was was like pure <laughs> pure pain for me it, yeah <laughs> and i i, I consider it, myself it a, a fairly good gamer but i just and, and like it's just I, not part of your I, brain yeah Dude, I do fucking like hard mode fire emblem. Like <laughs> hard mode I can, permadeath I, no, I fire emblem. I can't and do that. I know, yeah. dude. It, you lose your mind and like honestly, like I just save, save, save and like just, Oh my god! <laughs> I just yeah. get this insane. I think hard that's one battle. thing yeah, we can I, I wanna go down this road because I think it's something true where it's just like I played Civ right now and I suck at it, but it's at least that game you could have fun with it and there's no story. But it there are games like that people love that are real time strategies and I'm so terrible at them. Yeah, and I can't play them, and it's tough that even if like a game revolutionized it, you know, it's the thing we have that's very different than movies. Mm-hmm. No one knows. There's never a movie you're like I. I mean, yeah, you, there's movies where you need to like kind of learn a little bit about movie history and to see something deeper, understand right, right, what right, the right. Uh, author's going for. It, but there's never like a movie that you can't physically watch. You know what yes. I mean? We're like <laughs> versus games. I literally cannot beat dark souls i'm just the worst at it i'm yeah, so <laughs> and, and here's the thing i hate dark souls i love bloodborne and it's weird where it clicked for me like bloodborne weird. clicked like i played dark and i only played dark souls one and then i got blood and i hated it and i know i did the same thing i was like this is the worst fucking fucking thing ever fuck you i have no fucking time for this fucking shit <laughs> so like, that, in that order so like and then i played bloodborne and i was doing the same thing i was like why did i fucking do this fucking shit again I should have fucking known that this is fucking terrible. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, I got it. And I'm good. And then it clicked. No, and then I really, and then it was like the best gaming experience I had last year. And, right. I, and, and, I I, and that's what's such a bummer. It's like, I bet I would love Dark Souls the way people describe yeah, it. But it's just yeah. like, if you can't even punch that barrier in every single interaction, you're just another example of like, oh, here's another. If we're Jack, every adorable, nice character that he meets is like, oh, here's another stupid fucking system how are they gonna change like, my color this time and make yeah. it <laughs> am i green you, am i blue what am i please tell me someone <laughs> yellow now oh, God. And, I, and, I, and i get that I, like it depends on like your initial motivation to break through the barrier of a game and i broke into the thing i just think it annoyed me the whole time and i know that's shitty to say because like i was like and I, and that, that's the thing is like I, I had this experience where there would be little bits of story and i was like oh i want to find out more of the story because it's earthbound and i and i and I'm, i've never been i've never played earthbound I I know the story of Earthbound and I like mm-hmm. it. I like the aspects of it, but you know, I never got the opportunity to do that because you know, fucking doesn't ever get ported over here because they're fucks. Yeah. Um. But yeah. and that's just the way that is. But like, I really was interested in the style and kind of the similar like scary undertones and a, and like kind of an adult 
kid and like when you know a kid's game and that sort of thing so it has this interesting like um feel to it and it's recreated here wonderfully and i love it and i loved getting to parts of the story but then we would switch back to gameplay and i'd be like the fuck <laughs> fuck <laughs> fuck it it it's a game, yeah, and there are certain elements too. I think why it's getting negative reaction is particularly from like more cynical parts of the internet. It, yeah, it, it's relentlessly cute. <laughs> I love it it's, about yeah. it, but it's it's a relentlessly cute game. And so there, you know, when you get to a character like Lesser Dog, which is a tiny dog, <laughs> yeah, a giant piece of armor, <laughs> and then you, to his the nice thing to do is to pet him, and then his head goes all the way up out of the screen and, and then, then like over around like you're playing, <laughs> like playing snake on your phone from i think the that's year like 2000. a make or break moment you're either gonna be like me and go oh my god so cute i can't handle it or you're just gonna be like this is so fucking twee and bullshit and i hate it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i don't f- i feel like that's a that's more of a like i didn't have any problem with like the style or the i, I like it's, it's the game i had a that's i had a very a very and also like i'm not gonna lie like part of that is fucking hard game sometimes guys like oh, yeah. I, I mean i'm sorry like i can do bloodborne but like i like i mean maybe i'm just not made in that way i was just like oh fuck <laughs> But I mean, the whole the whole thing is that like is like at this point it's like hard it's like hard for me to give a it's this is an insanely hard game for me to give a score. Not to mention that it's cost it's costed so well, and it and it, and I do appreciate the praise that people are giving it if I cannot necessarily share in the experience <laughs> in an enjoyable way. So I think that's why I'm like hesitant to stick a score on it and be like, yeah, because I'm inevitably going to be lower. I like, I feel like, I feel like the best game out there is going to be able to give your grandma a universally good experience. But that's also untrue because sometimes like the best games out there or the best thing experience for an individual is something that you're really plugged into like doing dark souls. Like, you know, that was a, that's a, it's, you know, for some, people it is the greatest for experience for other people it is literally mm-hmm. the worst fucking experience on planet fucking earth or like me or like me or like me and kingdom hearts like, like like mixing final fantasy with disney i i think i think is like, Guess of, like su- it's, it's it's such a great gaming experience but for a lot of people yeah. they're just like this is fucking stupid why is oh why people hated exist? that game system no oh yeah people despise yeah. that game yeah despise. and i and i love that game but like people like i remember reading like such vitriol about like the like the, oh the my gaming God. system and when it like a partial version of it kind of ended up in 12 people lost their minds <laughs> <laughs> they were so pissed final fantasy 12 for viewers yeah, when when they yeah. got like a more real time combat system in the next Final Fantasy, and I feel like that's what's kept Final Fantasy back since then is the fact that people are like, oh, well, they don't like it being real time. <laughs> like we can't go there, <laughs> so we gotta recreate ten. <laughs> well, it's gonna, well, it's gonna, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be real time in Final Fantasy fifteen. I know. I think they're finally breaking through, and I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Like I think like the whole JRPG industry is kind of riding on fifteen. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It's popularity the in the one, West, yeah. at least. Well, like, I'm people, glad, we, I'm, I'm glad go ahead, Ben. R- the mini RPG is coming back. Like the SNES style top-down yeah. RPG is always my favorite. Um, I've been playing a lot of like games, like these awesome, awesome games like Quantic uh, Dream. I mean, Quantic Dream. I don't remember the name. Damn it. Um, yeah, Quintet. Yeah, yeah, but the, Quintet. There's this amazing Quantic game Dream is, who uh, made the. Uh, yeah, the, the, you know. The, yeah, Heavy uh, Rain. Yeah. <laughs> they made. Uh, that terrible ad vitrum movie um okay. that they uh 
th- those games are very fascinating. I think it's part of the problem with me with giving Undertale just a, the mass amount of praise. Is I haven't seen these sort of like quieter, more interesting, weirder Japanese games is coming off of. And I think in a lot of ways it's meshing those all into a more mm-hmm. enjoyable, in-your-face. It's a musical, I think, in a lot of sense. It's like it's emotion, it's big, it's in-your-face. But in a sense, mm-hmm. like a lot of the thematic stuff is very obvious. But I sort of love it, and I, I cried, and I enjoyed the heck out of it, like any musical, but I'm not going to go and say, like, this is the greatest this was, movie thing ever. I you love know? it forever and always. Exactly. It's like, But it's definitely also a game I'm going to be like, mm, I just want to look at stupid fan art. Like, it's just... <laughs> yeah, the fan art that has come out of this game has been... So much fan art. <laughs> it's just, like, so been, much good and bad fan art at the same time. Yeah, and I, no think, I think it's also the problem is like, plays like 4chan must hate it it's just like so tumblr <laughs> in all the best and best in good is. ways best in terrible ways <laughs> I, I mean no tumblr can be like this is like for me the best part of tumblr is like kind of this sort of experience and this sort of like culmination i no, mean but it is very much place, yeah. it, and it's it's this it's a good sense of inclusiveness and all this thing and i think that's i think that's why the positivity maybe also they did a gender regular. neutral character and it wasn't even in your face like i was kind of surprised at that i was like oh wait because like at See, one point like I was on a table with Iris, and I was like, wait a minute, it's, I guess I could be a man or a woman. That's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah. Like you know, I'm gender neutral, but it wasn't in like, your face. Yeah, I mean that's it's the not in your face bit is the two. Like it was it was generally in, it was inclusive at the same time it wasn't like the point. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, there were gay characters. It's very hard. Like, I, like, oh like God, I feel we have like gay characters, guys. Like we're so proud of ourselves. Like you never felt yeah. that at all. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's like life is strange. Is no, I don't think that is. Like, I like Life is Strange, but at the same time, it's a little bit more. The issues are more. Like, it, like um, Gone Home, I think, is a little bit oh, more. Like, that's yeah. Like, oh, yeah. 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 Got, like, Life is it, Strange it, and, Got, and this Undertale have proven how f- completely wrong I was about Gone Home. That that game is not good. <laughs> I yeah. realize yeah. now that nope. game is a lot of problems. Yep. And I think yeah. I, I understand it, and I think that's the thing is that people are probably saying Undertale is not as good as it is because we have a need for an inclusive game, and so yeah, and we overpraised Gone Home and stuff like that. We did, and I think that's the point is like I don't think that the uh, the overpraise for Gone Home is is a is an untrue accusation. I don't think it's true on Undertale, and yeah. and take yeah. it from somebody that didn't like the experience. Like <laughs> I think the like the value you can appreciate of this game the, is the there. Care, what it's doing. See that was my concern. I appreciate it all goddamn day while I'm miserable. <laughs> yeah, we just need to be Twitch people who can just watch streams. I just can't. I don't know. I just I, I, I want to be that person. I respect people who I'm watch not gonna lie. video game I players finished, all day. I finished out genocide on Twitch. Like that's I'm not fine. I have no, no problem like, with that. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm I wish I could. I, I got I to the point it. where I was like, I'm not. I'm not doing this. Like, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> just that enjoy the story, would... Jack. Don't don't kill yeah, like I did. I really did enjoy the story. I'm glad. And I also like it. It, it came out like after. And I'll say this. I read the ending of it i just accidentally caught a little bit of on wikipedia you know how, like how you wikipedia where you like read spoilers oh, by like you just get on there and you start doing so it and before you like realize you, you stop yourself and you're just like what the fuck am i fucking doing like fuck and then you keep oh, going so so <laughs> exactly like you never stop yourself you, you just don't, fucking you don't. It's, it's, it's like it's like it's like when you're saying something stupid you realize you're saying something stupid but you're already halfway through the sentence so you're just like damn it i gotta finish it now i'm, I'm done it just makes it more like, tantalizing like like Hamlet kills Claudius. I kind of stop reading. <laughs> Wait, Hamlet dies. Ah, no. Ah, damn no, it. You. You're like, oh, is that the twist? No. Same <laughs> night, Shyamalan pops out of nowhere. It's a twist. <laughs> 
I remember I mean, when the movie Orphan was coming out, like, the, the, the lines were all like, you'll never guess her secret. So I just went to Wikipedia and was like, eh, eh, eh. okay, that's it. Like, I just done. was so mad. I was like, I just want to know the secret and hate you. <laughs> yeah, that's not a secret. secret. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, and I, I have to admit, it's funny because, like, right before I went and saw Batman v Superman, I like looked on Wikipedia to spoil it for myself, and it wasn't up there. And I got mad. <laughs> I, got, I got mad at myself. So I got mad oh at God, Wikipedia for not spoiling it. I would have gotten mad the other way too. <laughs> it's like spoilers are so stupid because that is too like, good. You, you like want to know, but you want to yell at the person after the fact. Fuck you for doing the thing I wanted you to do. Fuck you, asshole. Oh, I could have, I could have spoiled it for you before I even saw the movie like i could totally yeah. tell where it was gonna go after after like after the show like like the, the final two trailers i was like this is gonna happen this is gonna happen this is gonna happen i mean clearly we're not gonna talk about it now because 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 we're gonna do we're gonna record gonna be recording a podcast on the third of april but it's like best dude, movie ever i am so I'm, i am so excited to hear why you love this movie i am so I excited love it it's it's better but than still, age of ultron i, I know but like, still I mean, a 30 on rotten tomatoes is ridiculous is all i'm saying yeah that's way too low I think it's just something about yeah. Rotten Marvel tomatoes. aims for Marvel aims for mediocrity and kind of hits it, and I think it's probably why. But we'll get into it. But I think it's probably the answer. It's like I think that for Superman, when you try for something like big and huge, it's like it can be a lot more painful if you hate it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I think there's an argument to be made that Rotten Tomatoes may be having a negative effect on the industry, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, though. Score. I mean, because there's a big deal with score aggregates now, and I think. Well, I think like, that's one thing about Undertale. Like when you see 92 on Metacritic. And you're right. It's just, it's a ten dollar game. It should have just come out. How can you get this a negative review? Exactly. You can't. Exactly. I hated it, and I didn't give it a negative <laughs> review. Like, you just, like this is the prime example. Of course, it's like ninety nine percent positive reviews. Like fuck exactly. you. Utopia. And then it's like, like a game I've spent way more time with. You know, like New Vegas is an eighty four, and you're like, but like that's well, just, I don't get it's all it. meaningless. Yeah, it's all meaningless, but it feels like because it's concrete numbers. Like this is the best game of the year because it's ninety two. Like it's ba- it's, it's basically just a big clusterfuck of whose land is in any way. The point, like the like <laughs> the jokes <laughs> made up and the points don't matter. <laughs> that's really that's basically what like what all this shit is. No, and it's good for being like, hey, should I get? Division. Oh, Division will get good reviews. Maybe right. Give it a shot. That's what you should like, do. I, like, for, I should least, like maybe, maybe I'll consider it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Like, I don't want to spend sixty bucks if I know it's going to be terrible. Like, I didn't play Battlefront because like the first reviews were kind of man. Then everyone was like, yeah, it's okay. Like Star Wars Battlefront. Um, but I mean, uh, oh, okay, okay. This kind but, of game just gives that shitty kind of reviews. Like, if it's your thing, you'll enjoy it. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, but this you is like this video game if it is your thing. Yeah. <laughs> Because constantly, yeah. medic- and that's the thing with Medicare, constantly RTSs are getting like 90s, like constantly, because they're like, right. I'm always seeing ones that are like, you know, uh, Europa, or the Europa Universalis yeah. 4, like these games that take 900 hours to die of dysentery. <laughs> right. The king, my like, God. are so amazing. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. But they're just. It's not, not my fucking me. deal, dude. <laughs> I would be so fucking miserable. Fuck you. <laughs> it's going to be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> exactly and i'm sure there's individual I, I think that's the thing is like it, it this is comes back around to like it's stupid when we put like scores on movies and i've like said that i say it every time you say it 
I say it every time we do a score on a movie because I, I recognize it's stupid. We're just doing it. Just because it's a thing. Because it's, it's a thing. You have to do, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's something you have to do to like get recognized and all this other things, but it's even stupider in games. Yeah. Like it's even stupider because truly these are experiences and there's a difference here because it's, the difference is like you do, there are games that are unplayable for people. That's just like yeah. you just mm-hmm. cannot physically like, do like Dark Souls. You, the frick did you give a score to that dragon cancer? Like, okay, here's a game by a guy whose kid died of cancer. And you made a game where you replay what it's like to have your kid die of cancer. What the hell? Amazing and horrible. What the hell? It's It's like all the reviewers' kids have cancer. It's like, actually, the experience was boring. How do you give it an 80? And people (laughs) did, but how? Like, he's just. I'm sorry your experience didn't really get to me. Like, it's just, what do you even do at that point? Exactly. It's like, like, how much did that game cost? Thing. And then you you have to be people like, exactly, like. Eh, mostly positive on Steam. <laughs> mostly, <laughs> mostly positive on this cancer story. <laughs> well, who gave it a bad review? Is my thing. I don't like, know. It I want to meet like, them because, like, it like, does. Like, I'm looking you? it up. It has like negative reviews placed. Like, <laughs> like, 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 who are you? It's just like you're a, you're a terrible fuck. If you gave that game a, a bad review, you're a terrible fucking person. I realize that that suggests that like you cannot effectively grade that, and maybe that's like collusion on the part of like games media and industry and all this other shit but like fuck you he died of cancer go fuck yourself <laughs> but that's the problem that's why scores don't matter but you know you kind of yeah. do it just because it's like we're gonna still do it for undertale because it's like yeah it's just we're kind of a way it. to say where, you, where you're at with the game and we're like gonna I said, do it right I now i probably rated gone home nine and then i look back and like why oh god <laughs> We're going to do it right now. I think we're at 42 minutes. We're going to go ahead and do some scores right here and now. Cool. So you get to say your score and kind of justify it for me real quick. And then uh, so first up, Peter. Okay. um, I'm going to give Undertale an eight. Um, The story I thought was I, the story I thought was really engrossing. The characters from from, from those that you constantly talk to, to those to those that like you just kind of talk to in passing. I thought they were colorful, well done. They they, they were all, they were awesome. The music that Toby Fox made, like that that he made for this game, like all the tracks I thought were fantastic. Like like I like a, there, a few days ago I was literally just listening to the music by itself for the sake of hearing it. Um, yeah, it, 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 I think it was just an all-around solid game, and like, and I, and it, it for me, it had a very strong emotional impact, both for the genocide and pacifist run. I liked it. Ben, yeah, I didn't uh, play enough games last year, but it, at least for me, this is probably my second. Uh, number one was probably Talos Principle, which uh, we got to get Peter to play. Oh at some yeah, point when uh, it's cheaper. Yeah, which is funny yeah. how I love that game, and there's going to be yeah. such a variation between how I would score Talos Principle in this. Exactly, like, exactly. I'll get and to you're, it, probably, it, you're probably you're probably like what within like one or two points, maybe. Probably right. right. And so for me, this is, a, is definitely an eight as well. I think it's uh, like I said, it's a lot of the musical where it's it's in your face, it's big, it's bold, it's super fun, it's super memorable, super emotional, but. It, like I said, the, my issues with that is the fact that you have to play it one way, and it doesn't really uh, reflect that well if you play it a different way. And the fact that I think, like I said, they could have pushed the art a little bit better. I think they could have, like, maybe make it a little bit more unique. I think it kind of was uh, a little bit too much of Earthbound, a little bit too much of other stuff. It kind of felt like uh, too much homage, not enough original sometimes for me. But otherwise, mm-hmm. I think it's such a really unique, really fun, 
for me at least, <laughs> a really fun <laughs> experience for me. Um, and at the very least, I think if you hate even hate the uh, defense, I think you're gonna love the characters. I think you're gonna love the story. I think you're gonna really enjoy the humor. And that's what I really liked about it. I think it really, really nailed those elements. And again, two ten bucks for like twelve hours of just really, really good fun. So I can't. Yeah, eight <laughs> definitely. All right. So now that I've spent half this podcast justifying this score how much he hates it (laughs) (laughs) i uh i'm gonna go ahead and give undertale a six and let me add a little bit more to that explanation um i think this score has to represent people themselves and their experiences with a game oh yeah and i don't mean that as a mean i mean it as like the recognition that i can understand an experience from the outside and still not have fun with it and i think that's what a five is to me on the scale it's this you know you look at the scale and you're saying oh this way it's terrible this way it's great well i didn't have either experience like i love the music i'm going to listen to that music forever even though it kind of gives me a little twinge behind one eye and um it also like it's I love the story. I love the elements of it. And it was something that I really, really wanted to get behind. And I just didn't enjoy the combat. I didn't enjoy the gameplay. And it's just not the experience for me. And it's hard for me to then say, oh, yeah, game of the year. Like, that's disingenuous for me to give it an eight. Because it wasn't that experience for me. I did not have fun, guys. Like, that's just the answer. Right. And I'm. I think a six, a five is probably like the middle. It's like you know, I recognize these things. This is a competent game. People are going to like this. Um, but I think people that would like be in the same vein with me aren't going to. And for that reason, I'm going to give it a six. Um, which, if my math is correct, that brings the total score to 22 divided by three, which comes down to 7.333, up to 7.5 for Undertale from the Sidecast Symposium. No, I yeah, still we're changing fucking that name. Worse. It is we're changing that name. We're changing yeah, that fucking, name. Fucking out the window. Fuck that. Hey, hey, <laughs> I came up with that name off the top of my head in two seconds. <laughs> It was pretty so good. Healthy. I like it. Yeah, yeah. You're speedy on the speedy on the uptake there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This has been Pete Ben. I was so wound up to just outro this and you're like also, this whole decision. episode, like, there's been a fan blowing your hair, and it's you oh, kind of look magical? like a Grecian it's men's beautiful. formula model or something. It's beautiful. It's like, just maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> because he's good worth for it. a visual medium. People because like he's worth joke. it. <laughs> After that, we got Peter. What's up, guys? Glad you got, glad you've tuned in to listen. And I've been your host. My name is Jack. I don't think I introduced myself. I don't really give a shit at this point. So I'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening. Give us some questions, you dick tits. (laughs) Peace.